Good morning, everyone. We, we are so glad that you're here to worship with us this morning, and good morning to those who are online as well. I have a couple of quick announcements. One to remind everybody to save the date. We have our Easter egg hunt coming up on April 16th. If you want to know how to help, ask Catherine Barnes. She will tell you how to help with the Easter egg hunt. But April 16th from 11 to 12 at the Casey Farm, it's going to be awesome. Uh, we have a rose on the altar for Emily Louise Cassidy. Uh, parents are Daniel and uh, Ashley. Grandparents are Craig and Linda Marble. So make sure to give them a big congratulations. It's always a joy when we celebrate the birth of a new life in our church. Uh, we have a small group going on now, 40 days of prayer. There's so many ways to connect with this uh, Bible study we have. Pastor Sam will be leading a class on Wednesdays at 11 a.m., uh, but also on Wednesday nights, he leads that same class again as another option. And Harriet Murray also has a class with that on Wednesday nights. And Men at the Well um, does a Zoom study on that as well. So make sure you connect with 40 Days of Prayer. Um, March 20th, I want to make sure everybody's here on March 20th. Uh, that Sunday will be Confirmation Sunday during this traditional service. So it's going to be an uh, exciting time. Um, and as you noticed, our coffee ca cafe opened, so come a little early next week and stop by and, and say hi to some people and, and before you come to worship. Um, and uh, we have a, a, a multi-age Sunday school class. If you do not have a Sunday school class and you would like to be a part of one, uh, we have one at 10 a.m., all ages, up in the gathering room. Don't leave your current class if you love your current class. This is for people that, that don't have a place to be. Um, my last announcement is, so our Mosaic group meets on Thursdays at the Back 40, and we realize St. Patrick's Day is coming up on the 17th. We realize we might not have a spot on the 17th, and there ain't going to be any room for us. So we're going to have a party here in the gym uh, at 6 o'clock for St. Patrick's Day on the 17th. So we decided we'll invite the Thursday worship crowd as well. Come on up after service. So everybody's invited. You're invited too. That's March 17th. We're going to have barbecue um, meat in the gym, and everybody's invited. Bring a green side to share, and our missions team is taking part in this, and uh, we're going to be packing some hygiene bags for our friends over at the Love Center, uh, and also we have a new jail ministry, so we'll be packing some bags for some of our folks that get out of jail that need some resources. So um, lastly, before we go to the Lord in prayer this morning, I wanted to show you in your bulletin here uh, that Benny's prelude, he is actually going to be playing the Ukrainian national anthem, which that's awesome, right? So as that's playing, would you just lift up a prayer and pray for the people over there? Pray for peace. Pray that God's protection upon them. Let's go to the Lord in prayer this morning. Loving God, uh, we pray this morning that you will calm our hearts and our minds and help us focus on you. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen.
I invite you to stand together as we sing hymn number 139, Praise to the Lord the Almighty. Please remain standing and join us in the affirmation of faith. I believe in God the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. The third day he rose from the dead, he ascended into heaven. 
God the Father, from thence he shall come to us from the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. Please be seated. I'd like to welcome you, like Pastor Andy did, and welcome the people who are worshiping with us online. Hello to you, and we're glad that you're part of our worship service today. Our, our children are about to go with Miss Catherine to Children's Church and do lots of fun things, so she's going to be taking y'all to that. Before we receive our morning offering, I do want to tell you of a couple of uh, special things. One is, this is Communion Sunday, and uh, as a part of our communion, um, we, we have a tradition of giving a communion offering. So I just want to kind of prepare you for that and, and let God direct you. Anything that's left on the communion um, offering at, on a communion rail goes to our local missions. We have people that call the church daily and, and come, come by asking for help, and that's what the communion offering goes for. So uh, I also want to tell you about, uh, I'm, I'm so thankful that, that, that Benny played uh, the Ukrainian national anthem this morning. He's part of a, an organist group and, and organists around the, the states are, are trying to, to do what we can, right? We are praying and we have been praying and we will continue to pray. But another way that you can help is by giving through United Methodist Committee on Relief. Uh, one of the great things about being a United Methodist is we're a connection, and we're a connection around the world. We are connected to the United Methodist Church in that area, uh, and United Methodist Committee on Relief is the disaster relief arm of our denomination. And when you give, uh, there's a special number that will go for Ukraine. It's, it's, it's called an advance number. And when you give a donation to United Methodist Committee on Relief, and you can just designate that uh, for Ukraine and, and uh, we'll, we can sort it out. But 100% of everything that you give through UMCOR goes directly to what you give it for. Nothing goes for overhead, nothing gets uh, dispersed in, in other places. When you give to a, you know, a hurricane or any particular disaster relief, it goes 100% to that. And I'm very proud of, of that uh, part of our mission in our ministry. So if you want to give uh, in addition to your prayers, then, then you certainly can do that. Let's bow before the Lord. Lord, we do come before you today thankful and remembering all the ways that you've blessed us, all the things that you have poured into our lives. And Lord, sometimes we are guilty of complaining about small things when there are so many other things around the world that are, uh, that are so much more uh, drastically in need. Through our giving, Lord, we are able to provide ministry and we are able to provide help. And, and so, God, help us to be generous and, and to give because you have given to us. And we offer all of this to your glory and to your kingdom's advancement.
In Jesus' name, amen.
during the season of Lent, for these 40 days, we're going to have a special emphasis on prayer. And where our, our Bible study is, is 40 days of prayer, and we, we're doing special things about prayer, the whole, the, all 40 days leading up to Easter. Now, we always pray around here, but we're having a special emphasis on prayer. So I want to encourage you to, to send your prayer requests. If you have prayer requests or praise reports, you can send them. Uh, you can put them in the comment section on our Facebook page. You can... You can send them to us, F-U-M-C at F-U-M-C-Gadston.org. You can email them to us. You can fill out a card and do it the old-fashioned way. Just hand it to me or Pastor Andy or put it in the, in the plate, and we will pray for you. We have a prayer team that will pray for you. Um, so I invite you to, uh, to join me as we bring our needs before the Lord in prayer. Let's pray. We do praise you, O oh God, and everything in us joins with all of creation in exclaiming how great you are. We thank you for your steadfast love and your mercy, which endures forever. We thank you for the redemption that you have provided for us through your son, Jesus Christ. We thank you for your church, which here and around the world make up the body of Christ, your hands, your feet, your voice. We thank you for the invitation that you extend to us to come boldly before the throne of grace and to find access to your forgiveness of our sins and to grace and help in our time of need. We have our own needs that we bring before you now. Lord, you know our hearts. Some of them we don't even speak out loud to another person but you know our hearts. You know the concerns we have, Lord, over those that we love that are struggling right now. And you know, Lord, around the world that your people are crying out in desperate need. And, and God, we feel that too. We, we feel that. And, and just, Lord, let your strong presence be with those who are struggling right now for those who are, are fleeing their homes and those who are, are worried about loved ones that are in harm's way. And Lord, for those who are, are serving in the military and for, for those who are just frightened over all of this. Lord, hear our prayers and teach us to pray the prayer that you taught your disciples when you said, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. And now as you're able, will you please stand and join me as we sing our hymn of preparation number 395, Take Time to Be Holy.
Well, like we did on Wednesday, on Ash Wednesday, we turn again to the Psalms today, Psalm 25 this time, verses 1 through 10 will be our scripture, and I invite you to follow along with me in your Bible or up on the screen, verses 1 through 10. Hear the word of the Lord. To you, O Lord, I lift up my soul. O my God, in you I trust. Do not let me be put to shame. Do not let my enemies exalt over me. Do not let those who wait for you be put to shame. Let them be ashamed who are wantonly treacherous. Make me to know your ways, O Lord. Teach me your paths. Lead me in your truth and teach me. For you are the God of my salvation, and for you I wait all day long. Be mindful of your mercy, O Lord, and of your steadfast love, for they have been of old. Do not remember the sins of my youth or my transgressions. According to your steadfast love, remember me for your goodness sake, O Lord. Good and upright is the Lord. Therefore, he instructs sinners in the way. He leads the humble in what is right and teaches the humble his way. All the paths of the Lord are steadfast love and faithfulness for those who keep his covenant and his decrees. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Well, have you heard the old story about the preacher who went hunting one time, had his rifle slung over his shoulder and was climbing up a mountain and as just as he topped a piece and was struggling to get hand holes, in the path in front of him was the biggest, gnarliest looking black bear he'd ever seen. And the bear reared up on his hind legs and raised its claws and just let the most incredible growl and, and uh, roar that only a bear can, can let. And he was trying to fumble with his rifle and it scared him so bad that he went backwards and stumbled and he rolled all the way down to the bottom of the hill. On the way down the hill, he lost his gun. On the way down the hill, he turned his ankle and his knee to the point that when he hit the bottom, he knew that there was no getting up and running away from this bear. So he just propped himself up and realized his predicament. And knowing that all he could do was pray, he prayed, right? And he prayed, God, you know, I have, I have worked for you my whole life and I, I don't know what to do now and I don't know what you can do about this bear. He could hear the bear at this point running down the mountain and, and he knew it was just a matter of time. So he just said, Lord, if, if you can't stop this bear from getting to me, if somehow you could just make this be a Christian bear. Make this be a bear that just believes in you. And then if, if you'll do that, Lord, I can just accept whatever happens. And about that time, the bear got to him and all of a sudden it was like something hit the bear. The bear just stopped right in front of the man. And right there as he was watching, the preacher saw the bear got down on his knees and the bear put his big bear paws together and then with a very clear human sounding voice, the bear started to pray. And the preacher was thinking, God, it's a miracle. You've answered my prayers. And here's what the bear prayed. Lord, bless this food for which I'm about to receive. <laughs> uh. 
Well, I know that's an old and corny joke, uh, but, um, but it does remind us that sometimes the only times we pray are one in, in a time of emergency or two right before we're about to eat, right? We say the blessing. Um, Anne Lamott's one of my favorite authors and she said that she's got two basic prayers and I can relate. Her two basic prayers are this. One is, oh Lord, help me, help me, help me. And the second one is, oh Lord, thank you, thank you, thank you. And she says basically that covers all of her prayers and I can see the, the truth in that. It's just not very creative, is it? You know, I think, I think the psalmist David is a lot more creative in his prayer in, in Psalm 25 because not only is it beautiful and poetic like the Psalms are, I just love the Psalms. And not only is it just a kind of a deep cry from the heart, like, like it just tells it like it is. That's another thing I love about the Psalms. But David uses an acrostic. This is an acrostic prayer. And you know what an acrostic is, is when, when you take the letter of, of something and you use it to stand for things. D did you ever, when you were in school, use an acrostic like Roy G. Biv to remember the colors of the rainbow? Anybody know what Roy G. Biv is? Okay, well, I, anyway, I needed all the help I could get, so I used every acrostic in the book. But in Psalm 25, if this were written in Hebrew and we could read Hebrew, each line of Psalm 25 begins with a different letter of the Hebrew alphabet. And of course, we don't know that, but, but it, it's the people who read that would know that, and, and David who wrote that would know that, and it's just a very creative way of, of praying. Writing a prayer is a very creative way of praying. So we have these two simple prayers by Anne Lamott, Oh Lord, help me, help me, help me, and oh Lord, thank you, thank you, thank you. And then we have this acrostic prayer of David. And I wondered what would happen if we put the two together and just had our own pray acrostic. And that's what we're doing today. It's, it's, it's Pastor Sam's pray acrostic. Now I say that because I'm the one preaching, but I didn't invent this. It's been around, I don't know who did, but I like it. So it helps me. And so I hope it helps you. The, P in prayer stands for praise and thanksgiving. Here's how David expresses it in verses 8 through 10 of his prayer. Good and upright is the Lord. Therefore, he instructs sinners in his way. He leads the humble in what is right and teaches the humble his ways. All the paths of the Lord are steadfast love and faithfulness. Notice he is not just talking about what God does, but he's talking about who God is. Praise is just acknowledging, giving credit where credit is due. God, you're wonderful. God, your ways are steadfast love and mercy. God, you instruct sinners in the way. God, great are you. And that, that blesses us when we start talking about the wonderful characteristics of God. And it also blesses God. You know, I really think it puts a smile on God's face. It reminds me, uh, uh, you say, well, I'm not eloquent. I can't, I can't write a prayer like that. I can't pray a prayer like that. But you know, it doesn't have to be fancy to, to be heartfelt. And that's what David's prayer is. And that's what, you know, our prayers will be when we pray from the heart and thank God and praise God. You know, when our kids were little and, and um, it would, Father's Day would roll around, they would make a little homemade Father's Day card and draw it with crayons and stuff and they would come and give that to me. And you know what, it, it, if it was 
a, a Van Gogh painting hanging in a museum. It couldn't have been more beautiful to me. And when they hugged me and said, you're the bestest daddy around, I knew that I wasn't the bestest daddy, but I felt like it at that moment. And it blessed me. And my heart was so filled with love for them. They could have asked me for a Corvette. And I would have said, honey, go ask your mother or something like that. I mean, but uh, it, it blessed me and it blessed them. And I think that's what praising does for us and God. And then Thanksgiving, oh my goodness, what do we have to be thankful for? There's so much. And sometimes, you know, have you ever tried to pray and, and thank God and your, and your mind just goes blank? You're just kind of like, I don't know what to say. I, I just, one of the things you can do, and here's another thing that's kind of helpful, is, is just get a sheet of paper, okay? And, and write the alphabet down one side, just A, B, C, D, F, G, and sing the little song. If you're like me, you sing the little song and every time you alphabetize something. Write the ABCs, and for every letter of the alphabet, put something you're thankful for. A, I'm thankful for the air that I breathe. I'm thankful for apples. I'm thankful for America. I'm thankful for Auburn or Alabama. You know, personalize it. Um, I'm thankful for both because I have daughter Allison goes to Alabama. You know what I mean? You know, make it personal. And then go, B, I'm thankful for biscuits, and I'm thankful for bacon, and I'm thankful for bananas, and I'm thankful for big black bears, you know, Christian bears that say their prayers before they eat, you know, and go down through. Now, you might stumble when you get to X, but aren't you thankful for X-rays that we can do? You know what I'm saying? There's so much to be thankful for. So P is prayer, uh, praise, and thanksgiving. The R for praise stands for repent. Now, we talked a lot about repentance on Ash Wednesday. It was, it was our theme. And we talked about how repentance is more than just feeling bad, and it's more than just saying, oh, I'm sorry. Here's what David says. He says, be mindful of your mercy, O Lord, for your steadfast love, for they've been from old. Do not remember the sins of my youth or my transgressions according to your steadfast love. Remember me for goodness sake, O Lord. In other words... Please forget about my sins and please remember me for your goodness sake. That's what repentance is. It's a change of mind and a change of direction. The two have to go together or you really don't have repentance, right? Because sometimes you can just really not be into it. You could just be kind of sorry you got caught or sorry you're suffering the consequences. But real repentance is changing your mind and changing your direction and when those go together then everything can change there's a, a story I, I just love about this guy named Dagger Lefebvre Dagger is of course his nickname but imagine what kind of guy you would be if Dagger was your nickname and that's the kind of guy that Dagger was he was he was a rough customer he grew up in Quebec Canada and he just really had no direction from the time he was young. He was hanging out with the wrong crowd. He was hanging out with a rough crowd with, with um, just biker gangs and stuff. He, he became a runner for Hell's Angels. And he discovered that he could make money because he was just a kid. He could be like a, a runner for drugs and a runner for money and guns and different things. He could get into places that grown-ups couldn't get because he was just a kid. And he became kind of the go-to guy 
for this, this band of hell's angels in Canada. And by the time he was 14 years old, he was, he was inducted as a full member of the hell's angels. And by the time he was 20, he was the director or leader of a regional branch of hell's angels and they were doing every kind of criminal activity you can imagine from from robbery to extortion to murder to kidnapping I, I mean everything bad you can think of they were doing it one Sunday morning Dagger was riding his motorcycle to church and he wasn't riding his motorcycle to church to go to church like we're doing today he was riding his motorcycle to church to rob the church because in his mind, he had heard that that church took in a big offering every Sunday and to him, that was a soft target. He thought that's easy money there. So he's riding to church on Sunday morning and he comes around the corner right before he gets to the church and the sun reflects off the roof in the steeple of that church and it blinds him for a moment and he doesn't see the gravel on the road and he hits the gravel and loses control of his motorcycle. He's going in a pretty good clip and he has a bad motorcycle wreck. Every motorcycle wreck is bad, but this one was really bad. And he ended up in the ditch, multiple broken bones, multiple internal injuries, knowing that he was there and this was it. And, and he was on his back looking up and thinking, this is it, I'm about to die. And as he was laying there, he had a vision of Christ. And in his vision, Christ stood before him. And Dagger had not thought two things about God his whole life. But there was Christ standing before him. And, and he didn't say a word, he just looked at him. And with his penetrating eyes, he said all that Dagger needed to hear. And Dagger said, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, God. I, forgive me for the life that I've lived. Uh, if, if this is it, this is it. But God, please forgive me. Dagger uh, ended up in the hospital. The, the people of the church heard the commotion came running out and they called the, the EMTs and everything. And, and Dagger didn't have to spend days in the hospital because of all of his injuries. He spent months in the hospital recovering. And during those months in the hospital, guess who came to see him every day? The people from the church that he was on the way to rob. <laughs> guess who came to see him in the hospital? The preacher from the church that he was on the way to rob took him a Bible, read from the Bible to Dagger, and Dagger eventually understood what he needed to do, and he gave his life to Christ in the hospital and promised that when he got out of that hospital, he was gonna follow Jesus, and that's just what he did. Uh, as, as a matter of fact, today, Dagger is a minister at a church in Montreal, and today, he's still telling people that if God can do this for me, he can do it for anybody. If I can have a change of mind and a change of direction and it can change the whole life, then I'm, I'm living proof that God does something great. The next letter in the acrostic is A, which just stands for ask. I mean, how simple is that? As we were studying in our first lesson of the 40 days of prayer uh, this last Wednesday, 
Uh, we, we found that seven times in Jesus' last conversation with his disciples in John 14, 15, and 16, seven times in those chapters over that discourse, Jesus tells his disciples, ask me, ask me, and I'll do it. Ask me, ask anything in my name. Ask me, ask me, ask me. The book of James says you have not because you ask not. God is waiting for us to ask. And I, I can't tell you the number of times that I've found myself in a, a tight spot and it's just occurred to me, you know, have you really prayed about this? You complained about it? You know, you fretted over it, but really have you prayed about it? Have you asked God for what you want? Ask. So David does that. David is not shy. He just says in verses two through five, God, I put my trust in you. Don't let me be put to shame. Don't let my enemies exult over me. Make me to know your ways. He prays for guidance. He prays for deliverance from his enemies. Make me to know your ways, O Lord. Teach me your paths. Lead me in your truth. I need to know which way to go, Lord, for guidance, for salvation, for deliverance. Pray, ask. I like what A.J. Gordon said about prayer. It's one of my favorite quotes about prayer. He says, you can do more than pray after you pray, but you cannot do more than pray until you have prayed. So both pray and then be willing to follow up, right? Pray and be willing to follow up. You need to pray, but bait your hook, right? When you go fishing. You see, you see what I'm saying? And then why stands, the why in the prayer acrostic stands for yield. Yield. My loose translation of what it means to yield is hold up. Hold up, not, not just in holding up my life before God, and, and, but hold up in terms of waiting. Um, David says in Psalm 25, to you, O Lord, I lift my soul. You see, I'm yielding up myself before you oh God in you I trust not not in me in you I trust and then he says this for you I wait all day long oh boy I don't like to wait I don't it's hard I don't like to to yield I don't like to yield my wants to to God's wants it's you know it's easy to say thy will be done and it's hard to really mean that because it, it takes something it, it's it, it's um there's a there's a hymn in our hymnal that we don't sing very much because it, it's kind of dark as meant to be it's called go to dark gethsemane and it talks about jesus going to dark gethsemane and wrestling before god there and, and if you want to learn how to pray, go with Jesus to Gethsemane. And don't turn your face away as you see him fall before uh, God, as you see him sweat uh, great drops like drops of blood hitting the ground, as you see him say, Lord, let this cup pass from me, please. But if this is the cup I have to drink, not my will but thine. It is agonizing to do that. But that's what yield means. It means hold up. It means lift yourself up and say, God, you, you're, you're going to have to do this. I can't. I can't do this. 
but whatever it takes, Lord, I'll, I'll do. So use this pray acrostic. Use, use whatever tool uh, helps you. Use the prayer journal that we have for 40 days of prayer. Whatever helps you to remember to turn your face toward God. Set an alarm on your phone to remind yourself to pray. Pray with words, pray without words. One of my favorite quotes on prayers, and I'll close with this, comes from Mahatma Gandhi, actually. And it says, prayer is the longing of the heart for God. It's better to pray and have heart without words than to pray with words and have no heart. Let us pray. God, we praise you not only for what you've done, but for who you are. We thank you for the multitude of blessings that you've showered into our lives. We repent for the ways that we have failed to live up to your glory for our lives. We ask you for your guidance, for your deliverance, for your protection, for your healing. And we yield our lives to you not our will, but thine be done. In Jesus' name, amen. I want to ask you to join me. Uh, if you want to use your hymnal, it's page 12 in your hymnal, Service of Word in Table 2. will be up on the screen for you if you're following online. If you're, if you're going to, um, to participate, uh, if, you're, if you're worshiping from home today, uh, then just go into the kitchen and get what you can have, and you can still share in Holy Communion with us this morning. Who earnestly repent of their sin and seek to live in peace with one another. Therefore, let us confess our sin before God and one another. Merciful God, we confess that we have not loved you with our whole heart. We have failed to be an obedient church. We have not done your will. We have broken your law. We have rebelled against your love. We have not loved our neighbors. We have not heard the cry of the needy. Forgive us, we pray. Free us for joyful obedience through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Hear the good news. Christ died for us while we were yet sinners. That proves God's love toward us. In the name of Jesus Christ, you are forgiven. In the name of Jesus Christ, you are forgiven. Glory, Glory to God. God. Amen. Now will you join me on the middle of page 13 for the prayer, the, the great thanksgiving. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right and a good and joyful thing always and everywhere to give thanks to you, Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. And so with your people on earth and all the company of heaven, we praise your name and join their unending hymn. Holy, holy, holy Lord, God of power and might, heaven and earth are full of your glory. Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. Holy are you and blessed is your son, Jesus Christ. By the baptism of his suffering, death and resurrection, 
you gave birth to your church, delivered us from slavery to sin and death, and made with us a new covenant by water and the Spirit. On the night in which he gave himself up for us, he took bread, gave thanks to you, broke the bread, gave it to his disciples and said, Take, eat, this is my body which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. When the supper was over, he took the cup, gave thanks to you, gave it to his disciples and said, Drink from this, all of you. This is my blood of the new covenant poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. And so in remembrance of these, your mighty acts and Jesus Christ, we offer ourselves in praise and thanksgiving as a holy and living sacrifice in union with Christ's offering for us as we proclaim the mystery of faith. Christ has died. Christ is risen. Christ will come again. Pour out your Holy Spirit on us gathered here and on these gifts of bread and wine. Make them be for us the body and blood of Christ that we may be for the world the body of Christ redeemed by his blood. By your spirit, make us one with Christ, one with each other and one in ministry to all the world until Christ come in, in final victory and we feast at his heavenly banquet. Through your son, Jesus Christ, with the Holy Spirit, in your holy church, all honor and glory is yours, Almighty Father, now and forever. Amen. The body of Christ, broken for you. The blood of Christ, shed for you. As we come to the Lord's table today, I want to remind you of a couple of things. One is, uh, it's our tradition to come and kneel at the altar to receive uh, communion that way. And if you are able to do that, then we invite you to come. Uh, if you're not able to kneel because of your back or your knees or anything like that, just come and stand. You won't be the only one. It's, don't feel so conscious at all. If you need to be served at your seat, we'll accommodate you in that way too. Um, all who are present are welcome. This is the Lord's table. It's not a Methodist table, it's the Lord's table. So you don't have to be a Methodist or a member of this church or any church. All you have to do is have a heart that's hungry for God and the Lord invites all to his table. We will have um, ushers that will direct you and we'll start over here and, and we'll, we'll work our way around. And so you'll, you'll receive instructions on how to do that. Remember as you come to uh, to leave a communion offering on the rail if, if you're able to, if God leads you to do that. So I want you to come now to the Lord's table.
Arise now and go in peace and may the peace of Christ go with you. Amen. Rise now and go in peace, and may the peace of Christ go with you. Amen. Now rise and go in peace and may the peace of Christ go with you.
Now will you stand for our benediction? We give you thanks, O God, for this holy mystery in which you have given yourself for us. Grant that we might go forth fed by your grace to give ourselves for others. In Christ's name, amen.